0: لا الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات عمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادئ له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله Allahumma inna nas'aluka ilman nafiah, what is rizqan tayyiban wa 'amalan mutaqabbala. This was the dua of the professor oh, Sallam. Allah ya aski ilm which is beneficial, ilman nafi'. Is the ilm nafi'? Is the ilm which what? Which is accompanied with actions. And this is the kind hardest kind of ilm, yani ilm which is followed up by actions. What is rizqan tayyiban al tayyib is halal, Rizq. Rizq which comes from halal, source. Rizqan tayyiban wa amalan mutakabbala. mutakabbala. And the amal that we do, all the amal that we are working so hard to do, subhanAllah, day in and day out. That subhanAllah it doesn't go in vain. Yawm al-Qiyamah is worth nothing, subhanAllah. That Allah subhanAllah accepts it from us. That's the whole point of why we're doing this hammer, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts it from, from us and out of obedience to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so that Yom Al qiyamah as we'll come to say on this great day, we're not put in a situation subhanallah we will come to regret. Where we will come to regret, as we'll say in the ayah today
1: inshaAllah. <laughs> ربك والملك صفا صفا وجي ايوم اذم بجحنم يوم اذ له الذكرى. الله سبحانه وتعالى says kalla kalla itha dukat al-ard dakan daka again kalla Allah subhanahu wa is negating something what is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala negating? Kalla. That means we needed context before. The, we'll start with the first one. That means you're thinking that you are deserving of the ni'mah and not giving the shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the first one. And then not being patient upon the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah is putting you through hardships. Qadar alayka rizq. And not honoring the yateem. Kalla. Why aren't you honoring the yatim? And kalla, you are not encouraging each other to what? To feed the the, the miskin. Yes? And kalla, tuhibbuna al-maala hubban jamma. And you love the mal, hubban jamma. And you inher- and you eat the inheritance. Ta'akuluna turatha aklan lamma. All of this, kalla. Allah SWT is denying that this should happen. Why is he denying this? Kalla. Because why? Iza dukkatil ardu dakkan dakka. Because on that day... You're going to come to see these actions on this day when this happens. إِذَا دُكَّتِ الْأَرْضُ دَكَّنْ دَكَّا Then on that day you will see the results of this. So you shouldn't be doing this because one day you're going to be seeing the results of what you're doing. What day is that? إِذَا دُكَّتِ الْأَرْضُ دَكَّنْ دَكَّا, دكا. So Essentially that, you know, it's be crushed and demolished. I mean, you do not see either a, a depression in the earth, nor do you see an, a, an elevation. You don't see any mountains, you don't see any valleys. It's all, it's all flat. Dukkat al-ardu, dakkan, dakka. For on that day, subhanAllah, when they say this, for on that day, as we'll come to see in the ayah, يَقُولُ يَا لَيْتَنِي قدمت لي In the next ayah, he say, I wish. When he says this, he qu- what does he say? يَقُولُ يَا ليتني قدمت But is there any benefit on that day? It is not any benefit that day. Kalla ida dukkatil ardu dukkan dakka. But yeah, the dunya, subhanAllah, is a dar what? Daru amal. The dunya is daru amal, it's a place of action. So if, so as long as you're in the dunya, there's always a time for you to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's always the chance for you to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's always the chance for you to earn extra rewards that will go towards your credit, yawm al qiyamah. There's always the chance, so long as you're alive. So long as you're alive, this is as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling them, fix your deeds now. Now is the chance to fix your deeds before this happens. Because when that day happens, in Yawm Al-Qiyamah is what? Is Dar what? Hisab. There's only Hisab Yawm Al-Qiyamah. The chance for Amal has gone. The chance for Amal has completely gone. Right now, like the Mufassirun said, yani, the mountains will be destroyed and the buildings and the trees and everything will be removed, subhanAllah. And they will be made, subhanAllah, yes, We took this in, in another ayah in Surah Al-Inshiqaq. If you remember, what was the ayah in Surah Al-Inshiqaq? وَإِذَا وَإِذَا When the earth is made flat. This is the same thing. دُكَّة الْأَرْضُ And everything is crushed and pounded and destroyed until the earth becomes becomes flat. كَمَدِّ الْأَدِيمُ We said this in the other one. Kamadil Adim, when you roll the مثلا, they used to have the old, you know, the, the the sheep skins and then they used to roll they used to dry them and tan them and then when they wanted to use them they used to roll them out. They used to roll them out. He said this is how the earth will become. It will be rolled out flat. It will be rolled out. Yeah, it's something like a carpet these days. You get the carpet and you roll it, out. This is how it will be. Kamadil Adim. al and we said also the hadith of the Prophet, وسلم, that why is the earth made flat? Who remembers the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ for two reasons. Yani the, the da'i, the one who calls out the, the, the proclaimer, the announcer, al-Qiyamah, everyone can hear him. Because why? It's on a flat plane. It's on a flat plane. And also al basar You can see everyone. You can see everyone on the flat plane. There's no, subhanAllah, curves or mountains that you can hide from. Everyone is visible. Everyone is visible to everyone else. We'll give you the, hadith, the actual hadith. يَجْمَعُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةَ الْأَوَّلِينَ وَالْآخِرِينَ يوم القيامة الله سبحانه وتعالى يجمع الأولين والآخرين from the top of Adam عليه السلام to the last person who was alive on the dunya الله سبحانه وتعالى all. all of them يوم القيامة الأولين والآخرين في صعيد واحد on one plane يوم القيامة فيسمعهم الدعي that means the, the one who calls on that day everyone will hear him everyone will hear him they're not hiding behind somewhere where they will not be able to hear him وينفذهم البصر وينفذهم البصر Everywhere. everyone everyone you can see them. Dukkatil ardu Dakkan Dakka Dakkan Dakka This repetition here Dakkan Dakka It can mean two things. Or it can mean both of them together. The first one is actual repetition. It is actual repetition. This Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Yawm al-Qiyamah Yadukk al-Ashi'i will destroy them one by one by one by one by one until the earth is all flat. Until the whole earth is flat or it could mean repetition dakkan Deka one by one by one by one by one until the whole earth is is flat or it could mean yani to emphasize the magnitude of this deck يقول دكن like the magnitude of this deck of this of this demolition has never ever been seen before has never ever been seen before and then مثلا you go stand next to black mountain tower and you imagine this tower, how much, and how many excavation trucks you need and how many, how many things you need just to demolish this and make it flat, this mountain. How much would you need, subhanAllah, the highest mountains, subhanAllah. Allahu alam, where some of them, some of them are even rock. Some of them are solid rock mountains, subhanAllah. And how much would you need to make these flat? And how much money do they spend, Masala, when they want to build a road and there's a mountain in the way? How much do they need to demolish and they need to put explosives in it and they need to do this. And they need to, and they, and just to make it flat, subhanAllah. It's a big effort just in this port, And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is doing the whole earth. The whole earth is becoming dakkan dakka. You can imagine the haul and the horrors of this day, subhanAllah. You can imagine the horrors of this day. So this is what dakkan dakka means. It can either mean repetition or it can mean magnitude or it can mean both of them as well. It can mean both of them as well. كَلَّا إِذَا دُكَّتِ الْأَرْضُ دَكَّاً دَكَّاً وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ وَالْمَلَكُ صَفَّاً صَفَّاً وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ جَاءَ is what? Is a verb, صح? Who is this verb? لِمَنْ أَسْنِدَ Who is, مثلا, if I say uh, جَاءَ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ إِلَى الْمَسْجِدِ who is doing this verb here, Abdullah? This is the way the Arabic language is structured. If you say a verb, then there has to be the doer of this verb. For so who is the? We don't say the doer because we're talking about Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. For who is coming? Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is coming. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala comes لفصل القضايا يوم القيامة. He comes down لفصل qada to judge between his servants and يأتي min من الغمام. He comes in. Ya a shroud of what did they call it here? Zhulalim Min al Rahmam. Ya shadows of clouds. Are they waiting that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should come down for them? This is in Sult al Baqarah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes down in a shadow of clouds and with the malayika they come with him as well, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is where we said this is a very important issue of our aqeedah. This is a very important issue of our aqeedah. How does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come down? How does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come down? We do not know. And we do not ask. We do not know. And we do not know. We do not ask. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming down is one of His actions. And one of His, subhanallah, the act of coming down is one of His attributes as well. And we do not ask about any of Allah's names and we do not ask about any of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's attributes. How? We do not ask how. for Imam Malik Rahimahullah, you all know Imam Malik? Imam Malik, Rahimahullah, Imam Darul Hijrah. Imam Darul Imam of Al the Sahib al Madhab. When the man came to him, when the man asked him, Ar Rahmanu Al Al Arsh is ar Al Rahman, who Stoa Alal Arsh who ascended on his throne. He said, How did he ascend on his throne? And Malik, subhanAllah, his face changed and he became quiet for a while, subhanAllah. And then he said his famous words. What were his famous words? He said, al-istiwa wa He said, al-istiwa is known. In the language, we know what al-istiwa is. Ascension, al-istiwa in the Arabic language is known. Wal al majhul. Al-kaif, majhul. We don't know how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ascended on His throne. al iman bihi wajib. Al-iman bihi wajib. For you to believe that Allah ascended on His throne is what? Is wajib. Because Allah has told us in the Quran, Al rahmanu ala al Arshishtawah, Was su'alu bidah. Was su'alu bidah. to ask how? This is a bidah in the deen. This is a bidah in the deen. Who knew the most about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Who were those closest to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? The Sahaba. Who were the ones most eager to learn about Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? the Sahaba? Did they ask this question ever? Was it ever, yani, transmitted that they ever asked the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam these types of questions about the, the attributes of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? They never asked him. They never asked him. And halum majar, any of the attributes of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala Allah Subh'anaHu wa ybqa wajhu rabbi ka dul wal Ikra. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has a face. How is the face of Allah? What do we say? We do not know. We believe in the face. We don't know how the face is. Allah subhanahu wa taala. Yawma yukshfu an saq, wa yud'auna ila as-sujudi. Allah subhanahu wa taala has a saq. Allah subhanahu wa taala has a shin. How is Allah's shin? Allahu ala. We don't know. We believe in Allah's shin. Allah subhanahu wa, Subh'ana wa taala has eyes. How are Allah subhanahu wa taala has eyes? Allahu Allah, we don't know, we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's eyes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a qadam. When Jahannam says, Is there any more any more? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts his qadam in Jahannam and says, Qattun qat." he says, enough, enough. He puts his qadam in Jahannam. How is the qadam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We do not know. Similar to this one. Waja a how does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala come down? We do not know. We believe that He comes down. And then there's a very important principle in tafsir and even in the shuruh of Hadith, Najri Kalamullah. وَكَلَامُ رَسُولِهِ عَلَىٰ ظَاهِرِهِ And this is where a lot of the sects went astray. You've got to be very careful of this. For if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ In the Arabic language, جَاءَ رَبُّكَ means جَاءَ رَبُّكَ That means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that came. Because some of the مُبْتَدِعَةِ The ones who've done ta'wil of the Qur'an, the ones who've done ta'atil of the sifat who denied the sifat uh, the, the of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they did so because they didn't want to do tashbir. Because we say, we say ربك, that means it's just like the jaa of, of the human being. I say, Muhammad, he came, we know he came walking. مثلاً. This is what it necessitates. This is not the case at all. This is not the case at all. So they, say, they said, jaa Rabbuka, they said, jaa Qudratu That means the Qudra and the power of Allah is what came, not Allah himself came. So this is a principle, نَجْرِ الْكَلَامُ عَلَىٰ ظاهره. The kalam, the apparentness of this kalam, we carry it as it is. Unless there's a dalil to tell us otherwise. Unless there's a dalil to tell us otherwise. Is that clear or not clear? So if Allah says, جَاءَ رَبُّكُ What do we say? جَاءَ رَبُّكُ خلاص, that's it. There's no جَاءَ قُدْرَةُ رَبِّكُ or anything else. Unless there's a dalil which tells us this is what it means. This is a very important principle to understand. وَجَاءَ رَبُّكُ Malak. And the angels will also come. ربك رَبُّكَ وَالْمَلَكَ Al-malak is what? Singular or plural? Malak is plural. Malak is what? Singular. That means one malak will come. As a way, subhanallah, رَبُّكَ وَالْمَلَكَ We said this is the same as al-yateem. تكرمون yatim. الْyateem yatim is what did we say this one was? One yatim? What do we say this al-was? We said not the tarif is for al jins. This al- alif walam is for the jinns. The whole yatim. The whole anyone who, is, who, anyone who is described as a yatim falls under this yatim. This alif walam is for the jinns. Similar for this one here. So al-malak, all of the malaika. All jinns al malaika will come. Wa jaa wal-malaku Wal-malaku And the malaika will be in. In صفوف, there will be in lines. How did we say in the ayah that we took before? In How did we say their صفوف will be? In the first line will be what? They said the Malaika of Sama dunya The malaika of As dunya And then in the second and then in the next rows of the malaika of Sama'ud Yana, the second and then the third, subsequently in their Sufuf. In their Sufuf. And why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala need to come down with the Malaika? And the Mufassirun were very clear on this. He said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought the Malaika down not to prevent people from escaping from the Mahshar. Because on that day, what? There is no escape. There is no escape. So he said, Subhanallah, is because to show the Azamah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to show the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that He is commanding these great angels. And to add to the horrors of that day, subhanAllah. Imagine you're in the mahshar. And around you, surrounding you, are malaika. Massive malaika. In rows upon rows. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes down in the shadow of, 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 in the, of the clouds. And this all of this adds to what? The horrors of that day where you realize what's going on. Where you realize what is actually going on. يَوْمَئِذِنْ يَتَذَكَّرُ الْإِنسَانُ لَهُ Alright, رَبُّكَ This one is what? وَجِئًا From the same verb, to come, yes? But this one is not to come. This one is what? To to be brought forth. To be brought forth. And in this ayah, it doesn't tell us who is bringing forth Jahannam wal بِاللَّهِ it doesn't tell us in this ayah, but we, because this form of the verb, you don't need to mention the dua. You don't need to mention who is doing it. We just need to know what is happening to it. That means it's being brought forth. Who is bringing it forth is not important in this ayah. But Allah, the Prophet does explain it to us. The Prophet does explain it to us in the hadith, where he says, In Sahih Muslim, Taji'u tuqadu bi sabi'een alfa zimamin, zimamin. Fehiz Sabu malakan ya jurunaha Allahu that the Jahannam will be for- brought forth on Sabauna Alfa Zimam. Sab'una alf how much is Sabauna Alf. Seventy thousand Zimam. The Zimam is like, a, like, a, like a, no, a it could be a chain, but it's like a holding, something which holds a chain. A chain or a, or a big rope or Allah what the nature of this zimam is. In the language, is something which you hold something with. Like a big yeah, extension. How big is this Zimam that it can hold? How big is this Zimam? And how big is Jahannam that it can hold? Each Zimam has 70,000 Malaika on it. And you want to know how big the Malaika are? For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the story of Bilqis... Oh, you want to know the strength of the Malaika In the story of Bilqis When Sulaiman asked for the for the, the, the throne of Bilqis He said who will come to me with the with the throne of Bilqis Qala afritun jinn Afrit was from the jinn The jinn are very powerful Allah SWT has given them quwa Before you get up from your chair The, the, the throne of Bilqis will be with you the throne of Bilqis will be with you. where, did, where was Bilqis? Bilqis was in Yemen. today Yemen today, generally in that area, and and Suleiman was where, in Asham, Asham. what is now known as Syria, Lebanon, Palestine. that area there. So he carried. He said, "I can bring you the throne of Bilqis before you get out from your spot from Yemen to Asham." And then the man, the man, the the believing man. What did he say? He said, I will come to you, I will bring it to you before you finish blinking your eye. Before you finish blinking your eye, I'll bring you the throne of Bilqis. And he was just a man. And the Mufassirun said this was the reason why. Because he made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the angels to do it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the angels to carry the throne of Bilqis from Yemen to al-Sham. This goes to show you what? The strength of the angels. The strength of, of the angels. And the biggest of the angels is who? alayhi salam. With one, one wing of his 600, he turned what upside down? The people of Lot, The Qawm of Lot, the, the Qariya of Lot. He turned them upside down just with one wing. Until the angels could hear what? The barking of the dogs. That's how high he, he lifted them up. The angels could hear the barking of the dogs in the town. And he turned it upside down. These are the strength of the Malaika. 70,000 of those are what? Are just on one zimam, on one rope that is pushing Jahannam. So, if this goes to show you how big the malaika are and how strong they are, how big is Jahannam? Wal ayyadhu How big is Jahannam? So, these are just a hadith which show you the magnitude of Jahannam. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Takadu tamayyazu min al in Surah Al Mulk. Takadu is about to explode from its rage. You know when you light a fire? And you start adding, مثلا, pieces of wood on top of it. And then, mashallah, you start blowing nice wind into it. And it builds up. And it builds up. And when it reaches that, mashallah, that very good point of the fire, it becomes, mashallah, it burns very strongly. It's like an intense burning. So if you can imagine the fire in this dunya and how Jahannam will be, it's going to split from its rage. And I said, "Why why is it so angry? He said, it's angry at the people or inhabitants inside of it. It's angry at the inhabitants of the ones inside of it. SubhanAllah, it's expressing its rage at the people of the hellfire. And the kafir in the, we mentioned in the khutbah, the kafir, the kafir who is in the He Just one of his tooth. How big is one of his tooth in Jahannam? Is that the size of Mount Uhud? The size of Mount Uhud. This is how big the kafir is in Jahannam. wal Billah. Allahu Akbar. Allah, you, read, you know, sometimes we talk a lot. In trying to explain these ayat, but sometimes subhanAllah, the simplicity of the ayat, just think about it subhanAllah. Yawma Imagine you're, on the, you're there that day, subhanAllah. wa anna On that day when they see Allah Taala coming down, and they see the malaika in their rows, and they see Jahannam being brought forth, يتذكر. What does he do? يتذكر. He remembers. What does he remember? He says, this is what the Anbiya, this is what the du'at this is what the people used to tell us in... In the dunya. This is what they used to tell us. Is what the maw'idah, they used to warn us against this. yom al-qiyamah. This day was coming. You need to improve yourself before this day comes. Yawma yatadhakkaru al-insan. Will his zikr on that day benefit him? It will not benefit him. Because why? Because he sees it with his eyes. He sees it with his eyes. Iman. Iman after you've seen al-ghayb. There's no Iman after you see the ghayb. After you see the غيب, there's no iman. That iman will not benefit you. After you see the unseen, there is no iman. There is no iman on that. الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ So the iman which benefits you is when it is الغيب. You are supposed to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming down and you're supposed to believe in the angels lining up and you're supposed to believe in, in, in Jahannam being brought forth when in this dunya you're supposed to believe in it. When you see it with your own eyes, what's the difference? What's the difference between having a kafir and a Muslim in this dunya? What's the difference? There is no difference. Otherwise, if everyone believed on that day, there would be no point of having a Muslim and a kafir. There would be no point in having a Muslim and a kafir. This is the difference between the Muslim and the kafir. The Muslim believes in this, in the, in the unseen. And the kafir, la yu'min. Only on the day of judgment when he says it, he will believe. But he will not benefit them. On that day, what, what benefits? Will this dhikra be for them? Wa لَهُ lahud What will they benefit from this remembrance on that day? Absolutely nothing. Wa'an لَهُ lahud On that day they will not benefit because the iman, like we said, Iman must be الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ Yuminuna They believe in the ghayb when? In this dunya, not al qiyamah when you see it. And then in inshallah, next week he will ya يَا laytani قَدَّمْتُ dam He will he will say, Ya laytani, I wish when he says this reality. Ya يَا لَيْتَنِي I wish that I had قَدَّمْتُ I have brought forth for my hayat, my real hayat. He says, Hayati, my hayat, not the hayat of the dunya, because this hayat is not the real hayat. Which is the real hayat? The hayat of the akhirah. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make our hearts attached to the آخرة. and to make this dunya insignificant in our eyes. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive our sins and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that when we read these ayat they impact us and they subhanallah they drive us to do to return to allah and to seek
0: repentance so we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us and to subhanallah yani give us ilm nafi' and amal mutaqabbal subhanaka allahumma bihamdika ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik